Hello team, it's Pam here from Alt Marketing School. I have a question for you right now and that is what would happen if you could market to hearts and not brains? What would you think would happen if you knew that you could make the world a better place with positive impact marketing but putting purpose and results first? If you want to find out, then come and join us for the Alt Marketing Certification. Our six-week digital bootcamp for professionals who want to do marketing differently and advance their career along the way. Join me and our six incredible teachers to learn how to advance your career with confidence by applying effective systems and frameworks to the latest trends. The next cohort is coming up soon, so I would love to have you join us. And all you have to do is apply to join at altmarketingschool.com slash learn. Go to altmarketingschool.com slash learn to apply for the next cohort of all marketing school certification. Hello and welcome to Make an Impact Show, a podcast run by Creative Impact Co. Our mission is to help creatives grow their business, hone their marketing, and share their stories via outstanding content. Hello team and welcome back to the Make an Impact Show. My name is Fab and I'm your host and founder of Creative Impact. And we are back with a fantastical interview today. <clears throat> Excuse me, I should say, because today we are talking to a real life superhero. And trust me, I've met some, and I know Glenn is one of them. And Glenn Higgins, and with him, we're going to talk about using his passion for fitness and his passion for film, superheroes, and cosplays to actually start an incredible new project known as Get Kids Moving, which is now a YouTube channel with hundreds of thousands of subscribers and also kids, PE teachers, parents singing their praises and coming along and working out together with uh, Harry Potter, Luke Skywalker, and pretty much the whole Marvel Universe. If it sounds bonkers and amazing at the same time, trust me, it is. Just go to Glenn's Instagram or the Get Kids Moving Instagram to see more about it. It's unbelievable. And when you look at the videos, you will think, oh my God, there's going to be a massive production team. And really what we talk about today in the interview is actually you know, doing a lot of these things yourself and just really putting your passion into a project and having to combine and, um, you know, balance wanting things to be perfect and things to be great, but also then outsourcing some of the elements of such an incredible project. So you will definitely learn a lot about what happens behind the scenes and why the Grinch outfit is probably one of the most terrible outfits to wear when you're working out. If you don't know Glenn, then let me introduce him for you before we jump on today's episode. Glenn is indeed for his day job, he is a personal trainer and he is a fitness enthusiast and a personal trainer based in the UK, in Surrey and he has been working with clients including ex-Scottish international rugby player Tom Evans and singer Nicole Scherzger. Alongside training clients on a daily basis, Glenn has also created the ultimate destination for kids fitness with the YouTube channel that we mentioned, Get Kids Moving. So his main objective is to help put fun back into fitness and help kids engage and enjoy exercise while they train alongside their favorite superheroes, film icons and idols. And yes, it's as good as it sounds. So 
I really hope you're going to enjoy today's episode. We're going to talk about the project, but as much as that, we're going to talk about combining your passions with your skills, learning new things as you tap into your creativity, and even outsourcing and delegating when growing your project. I hope you're going to love this episode. I cannot wait for you to meet Glenn. So let's go and fly high up into the sky like Superman. Even if probably you'd say I'm more like a Wonder Woman, right? Even if, total honesty, I dig for Black Widow. So I'm going to jump and leap right into the episode with you. You put yourself into your favorite superhero ever. Let's do this. Let's catch up with Glenn. We're on the recording ship. We're talking about like ebbing and flowing. So I feel there's going to be a nautical theme today. <laughs> <laughs> how are you doing, Glenn? I'm good. I'm good. Very good. Yeah. Um, and how about yourself? Are you good? I am very excited to chat to you. And not just because of the main um, theme of this conversation, obviously what you're doing with, with Get Kids Moving, but also because I'm always excited to ask my icebreaker questions but I really want to know what you're going to say, Glenn. <laughs> I feel I feel a little bit scared about this icebreaker question. <laughs> I swear they're fine. Actually, I'm going to ask you the first one and you'll see how easy to answer they are. Okay. Actually, maybe the first one doesn't help, but let, let's just roll with it. I want to know, Glenn, a trivia category you'd be really good at and why? I think I know it, but... <laughs> well, um it's always film it's always film or I mean you know if you're going to be oh, if we're going to narrow it down film wise I mean superhero but I mean you're going to get this it's superheroes superheroes my thing you know if I'm not but for, yeah it's, it's got to be films I mean that's my category I think uh and obviously being what I do as you know um superheroes would be my thing that I should be getting them all right on yeah then my follow-up question which is not an icebreaker question is more mm-hmm. selfishly out of curiosity favorite superhero everybody wants to know now right well if it's Marvel I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say Captain America if it's DC it's Batman and they're very, and to be fair as well Captain America you've got a very light you know, kind of a wholesome kind of all-American guy there. And then you've got a very darker, um, gritty side with Batman as well. So uh, I like the I like the two. I like it. It's like yin and yang from yes. two different sort of universes. Exactly. Like awesome. Okay. Well, again, I was kind of expecting that and I was quite excited <laughs> as well to see what, if, you, if I was going to be proven wrong, yeah. which I wasn't, which I'm quite happy about. Um, <laughs> And now this is more of a down to earth. Maybe you're, you know, I'm going to ask you what your first job was. Maybe it was being a superhero, but again, we'll see. But yeah, what was the first job you had and what did you learn from it, Glenn? So the, oh God, the first job, I guess, was working in a clothes shop, a clothing shop. But I would say, so I, I did have a career before being a PT and then, going on to what I do with the kids fitness which was I was actually in the I was actually in a boy band which you may not know this is a while ago as well so don't try and search it all right it was, <laughs> I could see you I could see your hands tapping away and I was like uh. 
no so but that was and, and so basically I spent a good part of my sort of 20s in the kind of performing arena doing music and stuff like that so I think definitely I don't know about the clothing shop whether I learned a huge amount I guess being with customers and you know and stuff like that but definitely from the the being in the boy band it was just um yeah just just have it like a getting that kind of performance background was amazing and I think that even going into to personal training uh, and kind of life experience as well being we lived in in Germany and we we sort of traveled and stuff like that so it gave me a real life experience and I sort of take that into my personal training but and then obviously that's then gone into my get kids moving side of things where again it is performing once again so I guess I just I, I can't I maybe I tried to get away from it I kind of just fell or got pulled back into it maybe I don't know <laughs> I, yeah. do, I love this so much and again I was literally like oh my god I'm gonna find it now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I can see that and I understand that as you say it's just the different levels of performing and also there's an element of the motivational side of it as actually obviously motivating different ways whether it's kids whether it's clients to actually get to do the work for themselves because it's obviously mm-hmm. you are showing them what to do or you're instructing them whichever obviously whichever type of support you're giving but then it's almost like then how do you inspire them to take the next step and actually follow through and either make it fun or make it enjoyable or make it entertaining which i know is a is a big part of of what you do so exactly yeah yeah i mean well that's the thing i mean for me for me my personal training approach is obviously you know i love the 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 learning for myself about personal training everything to go with it like getting the knowledge of it but a big part of it is the is making it fun for all of my clients and and just making it relatable to everyday life as well you know it's not just getting here do this you know how is it going to affect how can you take this into your sort of everyday life and stuff like that and that whether that's with movement or nutrition whatever but mainly it's I mean we have such a laugh in our sessions that it's just yeah it's just it's just a real big important thing for me as well and yeah as long as everyone's having fun then and me as well obviously I want to have fun while I'm doing it you know but <laughs> I guess that ties in with my last icebreaker question in a way because it was about what does make an impact obviously the name of the show mean to you if you would say making an impact what does that mean to you Glenn and the work you do well making an impact I mean for me it's it's I guess with with when it as I've moved from my sort of personal training one-to-one side of things obviously i i love to make an impact um one-to-one on a personal level with my clients but it, it then it's now traveled into that the get kids moving youtube channel where it's reaching so many more people and it's and it's sort of you know all over the world now it's kind of i see kids working out to my to my you know star wars workouts and and superhero workouts and stuff like that and it's it's getting it's getting emails from parents or getting emails from 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 teachers saying you know oh my god like i had a class full of kids that just didn't want to do anything they didn't want to do pe they hated it we put one of your videos on and they just got up and started doing it and were just totally engaged with it and it was you know it's amazing for me to be able to make an impact on on the teachers classes but also the kids uh, you know that are 
not really interested in it and it's just giving them something that they can engage with more than you know what was being offered there you know and i think it's for me making an impact like that is just wow i'm so proud of it you know it's just it's amazing i think this is another question that is going to come from a lot of people after hearing this and is take us back to the origin story actually superheroes origin stories we want to know that i think the origin story would be great because it's such a great concept and it combines as you said your passions and some of the skills that you have but also was there a spark moment was there you know like a top topical origin moment or was it more the progression of different things you tried when it came to you know get kids moving and the journey from it so i mean i i guess it was I've always been into, as I, as I said, like into films and movies and, and special effects and stuff like that. So, and I've always, um, I've always liked dabbling in sort of editing and, and filming and stuff like that. So I knew that I could make, I knew that I could create a lightsaber effect, right? So there was a new Star Wars film coming out. This was the Force Awakens that was coming out, the first of the, the newer ones. And, um, and I was like, do you know what? It'd be really cool to put something on like YouTube that no one's, I, I didn't see anyone doing this. And I was like, I can make a lightsaber. I can, you know, I could make a work out of this. So I put it together, put it on there um, as a bit of fun, I guess, to, to begin with. And it was like, you know, just think it would be quite cool, a bit different. I got a really good response from it, but then it kind of like all of a sudden I kept seeing on Twitter and Instagram, all these kids in classes doing this we you know you know the uh the foam noodles that they have right so there's this hundred yeah there's hundreds and like hundreds of schools and stuff like with these all these foam noodles like doing my lightsaber workout and then i started to get more and more emails from people and teachers saying oh like like my kids love it have you got any more like workouts that we can do that you you might think they'd be able to and so then from there i just kind of was like okay well there could be something in this and i and and i just sort of started to then pick different characters i think that you know that kids would like and and um and different you know sort of uh like you've got your star wars you've got your superheroes and stuff like that and I, I just started making these videos and started also i teach myself all the like special effects and stuff like that i was just sort of watching youtube videos and teaching myself how to do it and and like just got more and more into that and then then it came down to making costumes that and and i it i started learning how to do stuff like that and then got more and more into that and and yeah it's just become this sort of really amazing kind of thing for me to be able to sort of give to the to the kids basically so um yeah i want to ask you now what was out of these different skills, as you said, there were different things that you learned in order to obviously like from production level to actually the realism and, and the costumes. Mm -hmm. What was one of the skills that maybe you were not expecting to be so hard or challenging or maybe that really kind of pushed you uh, when it comes to these different things that you wanted to learn and you learned in order to kind of make the videos better and stand out? I think I think it's the the editing side of it, to be honest, like, I mean, it's um, I like but I, I quite like now, like if there's something I don't know what to do or there's something that I want to make happen, like, I don't know, fire come from my eyes or something, right? If there's, as you do, you know, you, you always need to put that in a video. Um, 
if I don't know how to do it and it and I'm stumped, I do like the process of of right, how am I gonna do this? And and trying to work it out and take bits from YouTube and kind of learn and stuff. But I, I love that figuring out of the the process of, of editing for me. And it's something that I used to I used to love doing, but obviously getting into personal training and stuff like that. Obviously, that that's my that's my day job. I I love that, you know, I absolutely love it. But it's nice. I think I think I definitely miss having creativity in my life. So I think that I think this side of it definitely like because it's like it's not a it's not a it, like it is a it's a it's working obviously it's making these videos but it's 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 downtime for me as well because I absolutely love the process of kind of editing and being creative once again and and so I would say the editing but then also something that surprised me of how much I loved doing is actually either sort of upgrading or actually making from scratch the outfits like I, I wasn't that was something I never did I mean I was I, I always wanted to I was like but I just yeah it was something I never did and I've got yeah I've got really into it and, and learned things and made outfits that I never even thought I'd even get near so yeah all of those sorts of I think it's the creativity I, I I need in my life and I think sometimes that if if you're just carrying on and not having that in there you're not I guess using your full potential maybe I don't know that's that's what I feel I need to have it you know so being creative is a big thing for me I love that because I find that sometimes even when your job is your passion and you talked about the personal training side of it and some elements will still be some things that you love I think when you have a big creative streak it's kind of fascinating how these days we can actually play with anything and create something out of nothing and add that creativity piece in a in a job or in or in tasks that maybe don't we don't feel like they have that that mm. straight because I understand that myself is like when you are a creative person you notice that because you're missing it when it's not there yeah. so I love what you did that with it yeah yeah definitely I think it's yeah I think it's so important like you know even to like you say when you're you're, you're passionate about something like I even even down to I guess personal training you want to be creative in the way that you approach sessions for people they want to be you know you want to have that kind of creativity in there and I just think uh yeah like even for like, you know for, for you guys as well like you you know that that finding that kind of creativity and not having it in your life is, is a big big thing I guess for you as well you know you must you know you need that absolutely like well, I find that for me is almost when I don't do it and when I actually kind of looking at everything else, I realize that I miss it. And I'm actually, I wanted to ask you about this because this is going to be a contentious question. So I'm going to go with an explanation for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she goes, I'm going to put a little con con yeah, yeah. contentious hat on. Because for example, then, you know, a lot of these, the creative side of the time are the little things or are the things that can take us a bit more time. And then when things grow or they evolve, you know, time, there's a fine amount of time that we have in a day or in a week. Definitely. So this is about very loaded questions. So we're going to kind of riff on it in a few mm. elements. But my first step is thinking, do you think you will come to a place where there's so much to do and there's so many elements that you want to grow, actually, let's say get kids moving, especially mm -hmm. into that you will have to outsource some of these things? Or are you already doing that and outsourcing some of the elements of that side of the brand, the business and your passion? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. When things sort of take off, and and you definitely, and and, and obviously having a a personal training uh, job alongside, like 
I am making things in my break between clients. So I'm like, I see, see you next week. And then I'm like, right, it's going to get this cape, right. You know, so, like, so it's, it's, so definitely stuff like that, but I love that side of it. But I, I, um, I have a, a business partner that's come in, uh, actually used to be in my band, um, a while ago he is now a music manager so he takes care of a lot of stuff for me which is fantastic and between us it's uh yeah it's a really it's a really good partnership because it takes the load off me for certain things as well which is really good his name's Blair by the way Blair Dreden um and also what was what was very apparent from the beginning is that every single superhero or Star Wars character was me <laughs> so there wasn't any female um, characters and not because I, I chose not to, it's just because obviously I can't be dressing up like that. Um, <laughs> um, but so we basically, we've, we've got people in to be our actors and actresses through there doing, so we've got some Wonder Woman, Supergirl, Elsa from Frozen, we've got some Disney princesses and stuff like that. And it's, it's, it's really, I mean, that's, I think that itself has really grown the channel because we've got such variety now as well for, for the kids and stuff like that. And there's so many more characters we can do as well. So it's become a real kind of, um, yeah, not just me in a cape, which, uh, you know, <laughs> can get a bit boring, I guess, but, you know, <laughs> but yeah, I think, but for me, I think it's, it's getting, getting help in that way. I think I'll always want to kind of be in control of like, the the outfits and things like that I, mainly because i love that but yeah so i think i think i always want to have that but i think probably like in the future maybe the filming kind of side of it might might you know getting some help with that as well you know finding time with that it definitely it's hard for me to step away from things like this thing when you when you it's your thing it's very difficult to be like yeah you do you, if you can do this for me as well you know but um but i have to realize that i haven't got enough time in the day sometimes you know? <laughs> But that's the reason why I asked you, and that's I said it was contentious. I mentioned yeah. it because it is, I think, in general, is a very interesting point. And there is a perception that you have to let go of a lot of elements in order to actually make more time, in order to scale and grow. And that's why I ask you, because I think it's a very individual choice to be, well, maybe I want to grow, but maybe let's say I want to grow in a sustainable way, or I don't need to outsource everything because actually part of the process is what I love and I think there is there can be some misconceptions and almost pressure sometimes to be like you need to make more time you need to yeah. let go and outsource everything absolutely yeah yeah I think that's it yeah I think and also there's a there's a I wouldn't say a pressure but I want to make sure that I'm making enough content for for the kids you know like on a on a, a regular basis you know because it's very there's a lot that goes in to these sort of productions of each workout i mean not just the, the making the you know the costumes and stuff but it is you know the filming it the effects and stuff like that and making it look just making it look as good as i can i mean i am my worst i guess worst and best um thing about me maybe is that i'm a massive perfectionist and and i so uh it may take me slightly longer to do things because I want it absolutely perfect. But yeah, so I think I think the, the process takes a while, but I want it to be the best it can be. Um, but I definitely, I think as it grows, I'm I'm thinking to myself, how am I gonna, how am I gonna make 
two of these workouts a week you know like so it comes into that and it's just really planning planning the time once you've made the outfits you can make tend to go in there and film a load of exercises and kind of make a few different workouts then team up with other characters and stuff like that but yeah it's um it's a lot of work but um yeah i think i think it's always really difficult to step away as well and uh sort of get someone else to kind of do it as well because i am maybe wanting to be completely in control <laughs> i've been that I've yeah been yeah that. That, how do you find that i mean you know as as you've grown and stuff like that do you um because it was very much you when you were right at the beginning as well everything like that wasn't it but you've got you know have, how did you find that uh, a lot of resistance <laughs> what, from yourself well myself yeah, yeah to actually yeah. let go of things but then I think one of the biggest things for me has been remembering why I do what I there's two things why I do what I do which I think is is very important Definitely. but also a reminder of what is in my zone of genius now I'm going to be shameless again mention my book reclaim your time off where right. I do talk about it yeah, and yeah, I yeah. talk about understanding your zone of genius so I know the things that I'm really good at but also that I enjoy doing mm-hmm. and then thankfully I've been managing people for long enough that I made a lot of mistakes that taught me how to manage people better right. so you know that's also been the thing of being like being able to lay out everything and yeah. ask myself is it a case of me delegating is it a case of me automating or is it a case of me simplifying in order to make things better for myself yeah, yeah, so yeah. But it's, I've been doing this for nine years. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that, that's the well, like you say, making mistakes is the is the is the biggest thing of of, of making you better at what you do as well because you learn from it. I mean, I, th- I I think I think I've I think because I've done this channel in the beginning completely on my own, and it's it's I I think I find it sometimes difficult to 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 let it go i guess in that way you know but uh but i know that it's the right thing absolutely because i've seen the results of 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 you know from it as well you know going forward with the channel i think the channel's grown and just got for me personally i think it's got better and better as it's and it's it's improving each each video as well which is which is what what the idea is you know but but yeah talking about mistakes mm-hmm what is there a mistake that you can think of i'm see i don't like necessarily the word mistake i'm going to use challenge because mm-hmm. i like it more i think it's more encompassing is there a challenge that you've experienced especially in the last couple of years because i feel there's been a very interesting we're talking before we kind of got on air like different ebbs and flows and again the yeah. surfer analogy again yeah that you are glad you experienced something a challenge an obstacle a mistake whatever it is that you're glad you experienced that taught you something when it comes to the process Oh God, that's a good question. I think again, I think it would be the the time management thing for me. I think I am my own worst nightmare to when it comes to doing too much and fitting too much in into my week. And it used to, and, and to be honest, it was, you know, I think mentally for me, it was a such a strain. And I think that I realized that after a long time of doing it, that it was really affecting my mental health and stuff as well. Like I just, it was just, I just felt there was never enough time in the day, but it just, I wasn't managing it properly. So it felt like I was always like, Oh my God, I'm like trying to catch up with everything. I'm trying to, trying to do this. Why is there never my, my I think my catchphrase would have been at that point, like, why is there never enough time in the day? But there always was, it just, I never managed my time properly. And I definitely, I think, 
I even to a point where uh, with my personal training clients, I was training probably six days a week, talking four days of it, and then doing this when I got home at kind of like 10 o'clock, doing editing up until midnight, getting up, going straight in for seven. And it was just like, you know, there's only one way that's going to go. <laughs> and uh, and it did. And um, I learned from that. And, and now I've sort of given myself like, you know, a couple of days off in the week, which is my content day. Both of them are my content days. And that's, it's amazing. Honestly, it's absolutely changed it for me. Like like today, like a Monday for me, I, I sometimes have people in the evening to train. But actually, the whole morning, afternoon is all about, right, what am I doing this week? Right. If I've got something to edit, I'll, I'll do a bit of editing on that. If I've got something to film, I'll do that. That'll be my filming day. And it has made the world of difference. So definitely for me, yeah, that was something I learned from earlier on. Definitely. And it was great. I love the idea of having little days for different things. And I have my Fridays, usually my content writing day. And that's where I went as far as when I was writing the book having it as a non-email day and then I reverted back and now I'm coming back to it. Yeah. Again, I think there's also, it's a bit like, there's, there's a lesson in there too. And it's like, it's okay. You know, you set a system for yourself and then it's also like learning to be graceful with yourself mm. when for any reasons, the system that you set up to do doesn't work for a bit or you have to let it go and you have to kind of adapt to life. I think yeah. there's more pressure we can put on ourselves sometimes as perfectionists again yeah. put, put myself yeah, in. yeah 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 that is i think that's it it's the pressure no one else has given me that pressure <laughs> no one no one else is like you know my fiance's not in there going come on where's that video you said you like you know it's not, it's not uh it's all me and i do it now i'm not saying that i'm oh yeah now i've got those like two content days i'm just like totally at ease with everything because i'm not that would be an absolute lie but it is just it's just it's amazing how it's just just sectioning my week in that way and just being organized it, organization for me is is what i need to and so there's some days where i don't i don't know if you get it yourself like i'm great at to-do lists they are my thing to-do list if i don't have one written i will not do those things but there are days when i get up and i haven't written my to-do list everything goes out the window I get bits done. I don't get it all done. So organization is absolutely the thing for me. And I need to stay on top of it. You know, I'm going to tell you a little tip that mm, you tell listeners already know about because we talked about it twice. And also, again, I talked about it in, in the book as well, which is the idea of tracking what you've done. And it's what I call, I didn't book, I didn't copyright it in any way, shape or form, <laughs> but I call it the done list, which is kind of obvious, but mm. I, I always have a to-do list anywhere because my brain is a bit of a sieve because of everything I do. So there is always a list with things, right? Yeah. But what I didn't have was a done list, which is usually I even have now I just have a notepad. Something is going to be coming, mm. uh, which is going to be quite exciting. That's going to help with that. But so far, I literally have a notepad that has got a blank page. I write the day and I write the done list and then I write everything I get done. I wanted to try it. Just for a day or two, and this week or next week. Yeah, yeah. Try it, see what happens. It's yeah. it helps you really looking at so those organizational pieces what you mentioned with the with the to do list. Yeah. The done list brings time awareness and also it kind of helps you 
feeling more fulfilled because when your brain goes that fast, when you do so many things, yeah. it's really hard to quantify. I call it time dysmorphia in, in the book. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to quantify how much time you're spending on things or how many things you can get done. And you forget tasks that you do yeah, throughout definitely. the day. So mm. I was yeah. like, right. that's, that's, uh, I like the sound of that. Just for one day, yeah. just write down the things that you've done as soon as you've done them and see yeah. the difference. Then you have a better relationship with your to-do list as well mm. as a result of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to try. I'm absolutely going to try that. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Yay. It's one of my favorite things to do. So yeah. um, now I have another question because we talked about challenges and obstacles and lessons in that way. Mm-hmm. What would you say from starting, let, let's use Get Kids Moving because of the project itself and having kind of taken such a big part into what you do, even mm-hmm. if it is, as you say, on top of everything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What would it be the biggest other reward or the moment that made you feel like, again, I am making this impact, I am making a difference. Was there one moment that really meant something to you in the last couple of years that really got that? Or was it more, again, a feeling of the different things that you saw coming your way? Again, I mean, I know, I know, I said it earlier. I think that um, the realization that this was my videos were beginning to be used in PE lessons. So I would, I would, yeah, I, I think I was getting tagged in things that were like there was hundreds of kids with me on a big screen in their like in their gym, and I was like, oh, that's. Okay, right. Okay. And then it just kept on happening. And, and it was the that the realization that you were reaching, because it was it was also the, the global sp- spread of it as well. Like how it kind of uh like everyone was kind of because of and and obviously because of lockdown happening as well, the kids were being sent our our workouts for PE homework. So this was another thing as well. And again, it's so even in people's homes, I was being contacted personally by people and the parents and saying, oh, my God, like, you know, my kid, your videos are just saving us. Because also the parents, the parents are in, like, you know, what what I also love about it is that they're kind of, yes, obviously they're made for kids, but they are also made for the whole family to get involved with it. Like, I think because it's so interactive, it's engaging, it's, you know, you, you, you're playing superheroes with your son or your daughter or something. And it's, I don't know, it's just, um, when I started to see all that happen, it was just, um, oh God, I mean, there's just no other feeling like it. I mean, that, that sort of impact for me is, uh, is why I do what I do. Absolutely that. And also just getting like, there's been a few, but there's been some really, amazing emails from from teachers and parents that I've been getting that um there are there are some kids that were really struggling at school um really just not engaged with anything they were doing and 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 that, like I said earlier they they put the video on and then suddenly they're up and they've got a you know a lightsaber in the hand and stuff and it's just like oh my god and they, you know the teacher was like we could not get them to do anything beforehand and it's just yeah to, to, for me that it's worth i've got to tell you actually that so i've done a, a grinch there is a grinch christmas workout up on youtube right now and um that is possibly the hardest suit i've ever worn for a workout it was so hot <laughs> and itchy um with these like green furry legs and everything like that uh it was it was pretty difficult so what i was going to say is it it seeing all of that and all the impact makes wearing a Grinch outfit um, definitely, definitely worth it. 
Green Chopper. Now we're going to put in the show notes so that you can actually watch that video. I was actually going to ask you um, about, I know it's hard. It's like picking like one of your children, but mm. is there one workout, one of the, the, the workouts that you have up on the channel that means a lot to you? And which one would that be aside from the Grinch, obviously? And it's very super. <laughs> yeah. I guess it was the, I guess it's the Star Wars ones for me because I when I grew when I grew up I was and I must haven't grown up also but I am still obsessed with Star Wars. So I'm a I'm a huge geek when it comes to stuff like that myself which is why dressing up in what I do is 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 amazing even now but I grew up watching those films you know from a very young age and uh, and and just love them and I know that the Star Wars ones mean a lot because I know if I had that around when i was little p in, in a p class i, I mean to, to be training alongside like a jedi for, as, a, as a young boy or a young girl whatever it, it just i just think it's like the most amazing thing and i would have loved that so and i and so when i then see like i say the kids with these foam noodles or the, the lightsabers and stuff doing it just like halls full of them i'm just like oh it's just so the star wars ones for me are always um and it was kind of the first one I did as well. So they've got better and better as well with my sort of effects and stuff. But that, yeah, the, one of the first ones was definitely my, uh, definitely my favorite. Yeah. And it's, it's also that reminder of what you were saying before about reminding us how you can actually take a stab at something that is, you know, the, the traditional way of learning or again, for better or for worse, as you said, we, we were facing with finding creative ways to mm. our children to learn. And I think it's important to say when it comes to us being creative is also being creative to, as you said, make an impact on people mm. and maybe challenge some of the things that, that we believe. And I love that you mentioned about kids being you know that maybe are either more erratic or maybe they, they don't like to stand set sit still and learn and yeah. I think it's you know again I was a unsurprisingly a perfectionist but also was a bit of a geek myself so I was yeah. able to you know I could read for hours and that was fine but not everybody's like that and I think especially right now we've come to realize that everybody learns in different ways whatever we want to yeah. teach them or whatever we yeah. encourage them and I think that's beautiful that you managed to bring attention to that in a fun and entertaining way as well yeah yeah I, yeah thank you I mean I think also I think it's I, I would say with our channel as well I think that the workouts we've not really made them instructional either it's more of a a, play, a sort of a press play and get to work and just and engage it's sort of a well, and, the, and again, because only because there's a lot of there's a lot of those a lot of trainers and a lot of a lot of people on YouTube that have workouts that are right. OK, this is what you've got to do now. You've got to do this for this. And but what the especially through especially through lockdown, we got a lot of um, messages from from mums and dads saying that the kids. I wouldn't say preferred it to anything else, but but found it a, a nice alternative because it didn't feel like they were, had a teacher. In, in sort of you know because I think sometimes like you know they might get sent homework from school that was still sort of being delivered by a teacher but they found that our ones were like oh it's PE oh brilliant press play there's a Jedi or there's there's Captain America with a shield like you know I haven't got a, I've just got to follow him and I think that was it's quite nice to have that kind of different you know an alternative to what was on YouTube at the time as well I love that well thank you Glenn Thank That's you for right. joining us today. Thank you for having me. 
my absolute pleasure. And, you know, the more we can spread the message like far and wide uh, with what you are doing in general, I think it, it's so important as well. It doesn't just foster creativity, as I mentioned a few times. Yeah. It really reminds us of the things that we can do when we really want to make a difference. So thank you for that. I have the the last question is the hardest question. So I lied to you when I said that. <laughs> You're saving it for me, okay. Of course, of course, <laughs> of course. So Glenn, the question that we ask everyone, if you could have brunch, brunch with anyone that are alive, who would this person be and why? Oh my God. Right. Well, I mean, it probably won't surprise you, even. <laughs> But, but okay, I personally would like to have lunch with George Lucas, who created Star Wars, either that or Luke Skywalker himself, Mark Hamill, but one of the two is fine. Uh, and just to pick their brains about how they created the story, basically, would be would be for me. That's the probably the geekiest answer you're ever going to hear, but uh, but it's, it's what it is, you know. <laughs> hey, we heard it all. We had over 100 episodes now, so... Don't you worry, he's not the geekiest one yet, but I love it. And again, it was on brand, that's what matters. Glenn, if people want to find out more about you, can we remind them again where they can go? So they can go to our YouTube channel, Get Kids Moving, where there is about, I think, getting on to 60 kids hero workouts now. So you can find us there, or you can find me on Glenn Higgins Fitness on Instagram, or I'll get kids moving Instagram as well. That's get kids moving UK on, on Instagram. And, uh, and yeah, so, so please, you know, have a go at our workouts, no matter how old you are. If you're into Star Wars or superheroes, there is no reason why you shouldn't be doing them as well. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to check our show notes for more juicy goodness about this episode. If you loved it, please take some time to give us five stars on iTunes. And make sure that you let us know your ha-has and takeaways on Instagram at Creative Impact Co. Also, you can find out more about us on our website at creativeimpact.group. <laughs>